I'm filling in for Alan Carter of the uh, Alan Carter Radio Project fame. I am your local, I guess, geriatric millennial. That's what I've been told. I'm sort of right on the cusp between Gen X and millennial, but I'm more on the millennial side. I had an analog childhood, digital teenagehood. I'm just trying to remember how this was uh, described to me. So the world is changing and millennials, whether you like it or not, are taking over the workforce, taking over the economy, taking over the way things go by and large. The way millennials live, the goals millennials have, opportunities available, very different than what previous generations have seen. Uh, and if a millennial sees a financial planner these days, the, the debts that they have to deal with uh, and the savings that they're hoping to save and, and the goals that they're hoping to achieve are totally different. Uh, joining us now is the author of a report called Values and Priorities of Millennials in Canada, Dr. Brooke Strzok, the research director at the Decision Lab. Dr. Brooke, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Very different world out there for millennials today compared to baby boomers and even to a degree uh, Gen X. Can you talk about some of the debts and perhaps uh, hopes for financial plan or hopes that they will bring to financial planners as they see them? Yeah, so debt uh, debt is a big topic for millennials. Um, with the increasing tuition fees and the privatization of of colleges and universities, um, what we've seen is millennials graduating with a lot more student debt than previous generations, and that's really like a big you know uh, a big anchor that they're dragging behind them. Um, on the other side, on the earning side, they've also graduated into some very very hard uh, labor markets. So you know trying to get their careers off the ground just after the 2008 financial crisis. And of course, now with COVID as well, that's like another hit several years into their career. It's made it hard for a lot of millennials to get their careers off the ground and to start um, earning to their full potential. So with jobs that are a bit more precarious and an income that's that's more kind of fluctuating, it's more erratic, it's, it's hard to predict what's going on. So it's hard to make a stable plan for what it is uh, that, that you do with your finances. And that's really one of the things that we found millennials are really seeking in their engagements with financial planners. What they're looking for is to regain a sense of control. They feel like they're just riding these crazy waves and their money controls them, not the other way around. And they want to change that. They want to feel confident about their finances. In essence, they're looking for uh, a safety net at best, right? It, it, I think it's kind of hard for them to plan that Canadian dream of the house with the picket fence and the perfect, you know, two kid family, one boy, one girl and two cars in the garage and a dog. That That's not really something they're focused on like previous generations were. Yeah, that's right. So that's a, an interesting point. Let's let's unpack that a little bit. Um, sure. The first is that like socially and culturally, we still really push that message of like, that's mm -hmm. what the good life looks like. Um, you get your good education, you start a stable job, um, you start putting money away, you get married, buy a house, have kids, save and retire. Like that, that very kind of linear arc of what a good life looks like, that's still something that we see represented in culture and in the media all over the place. And that's still something that's really like present and very much you know pushed on us as I'll say that as a millennial myself. Um, but the economic reality is that that's, that's really out of reach for a lot of people right now. And so what we're seeing is in some instances, like a pivot away from wanting that kind of like linear track for life. Um, we see millennials shifting a lot more towards, um, you know, wanting to achieve like self-fulfillment or they want to like self-actualize. What does that actually mean in practice? It means like prioritizing experiences over 
materials, material trappings and stuff. It means putting money towards um, causes that people care about. So millennials, I think, are much more um, aware than previous generations were about voting with their dollars, about um, about supporting companies whose values they feel represent their own um, through their purchasing decisions, about wanting to work for companies whose values are more aligned with their own. Um, and even for those in the wealthier segments who are making big investment decisions, wanting to invest in companies whose values are more aligned with their own. Right. And this poses as well uh, a problem for financial planners too, I, I guess. Not necessarily a problem, but cert certainly a change in dynamic and maybe a change in the tactics that, that they would have to face. In your report, you speak directly to that as well, how financial planners kind of need to change their approach as well. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, first of all, like the the mentality of a lot of financial planners, I think is, is very much oriented still towards previous demographics. They're expecting a lot of um, potential clients to walk into their office with their top priorities being um, saving for a retirement and, and, you know, trying to maximize yields on their investments and this kind of thing. Um, and that's just uh, a value proposition that really doesn't resonate all that well with a lot of millennials. Um, millennials who are much more focused on managing these short-term waves, as, uh, as I was describing earlier, mm -hmm. and who might feel that those longer-term goals aren't even something that they can start working towards until the short-term is kind of sorted out and they feel that they've got their feet solidly under them. But even what it is that they're looking to achieve longer term has changed. I think retirement is probably a good example of this, that like that archetypal view of retirement that was more characteristic of, of baby boomers and Gen Xers that like from, you know, Friday afternoon when you, you know, finish your last shift of your career, um, then all of a sudden Saturday morning you are retired and like you're not working anymore. Um, I think that millennials aren't really striving towards that. It's not just that they see it as out of reach, but even those who see it within reach see it as less desirable. Like that's not what they're trying to achieve with their money. Um, what our research suggests is that millennials are much more open to kind of like hybrid models, progressive retirement where you say, okay, well, I'm not going to work five days a week anymore. And I'm not going to put in these crazy hours anymore. Um, I now have the financial independence to be a bit more, uh, yeah, I have the financial independence to be a bit more selective about which pieces of work that I take on. So some of my income will be replaced by my investments, but some of my income will still be through my work. And we have this kind of like hybrid approach and maybe the mix of that changes over time. Maybe you go down from five days a week to three days a week or, you know, working 50 weeks a year to working 30 or something like that. And then a few years later you say, okay, well, now I have the financial independence to, you know, to trim back more if I want to, or, there's a project that I'm working on right now that I'm really passionate about. I actually want to lean into that and work more, not because financially I must in order to make ends meet, but because this project that I'm working on really like lights my fire. I'm passionate about this. Certainly a, a, a very different change in, in perspective um, and, and goals, but I guess, I guess that's life. That's, that's the way the world evolves. That's Dr. Brooks Strzok, Research Director at the Decision Lab, talking about his report, Values and Priorities of Millennials in Canada. Thank you very much, Doctor. Thank you.